Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. This week it's another segment of Sincere Garbage, where we review a terrible movie, and this week we're reviewing Birdemic Shock and Terror. <laughs> On this week's show, I have Brennan Klein. Hello, Thank hello, you. hello. And superfan David Armenta. How's it going? Guys, thank you for being on, and boy, this was a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birdemic Shock and Awe is- Terror. A horror, shock and Terror. Yes. <laughs> Why did I say Shock and Awe? Jesus. Well, my because mind is awe. You were just <laughs> running through all the feelings you felt while watching the movie. <laughs> I got to admit, I had a much deeper understanding of the movie after talking about it like this. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's a movie that really deserves the Algonquin roundtable treatment. <laughs> oh, wow. really need to chew on it to bring out the depth and flavor. That was probably the most eloquent thing ever said on this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, because... I'm more the amuse-bouche, but you... <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, these two helped me break down this movie. Um, directed by James Wenz from 2010. Um, and uh, again, I really can't. I'm speechless after watching it. <laughs> I was in awe. Um, but anyway, folks, check this movie out. You can do it before or after you listen to the podcast. Either way. Oh, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I mean, we really do paint a word picture, but Birdemic does so much better than we could. Yeah, it just deserves to be seen. I think that's the best way to put it. For free on Amazon Prime. Yes, it yes. is. I wouldn't be surprised if you could find it on YouTube. But it, uh, Amazon Prime would let, at least let James Wynn know that we watched it probably. And go. I feel like that would be nice for him. Yeah. Yes, that'd be good for him. Um, anywho, Brennan, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I have a podcast called Scream 101. It's a horror movie review podcast where me and my co-host, um, who's a non-horror nerd unlike me we watch uh four horror movies a month on a different like sub-genre and we you know break them down and discuss them next month i don't know when this one's coming out when this episode's coming out but next month we're doing 90s teen horror and we're starting with the craft oh this will be out oh that's a good one yeah Yeah. so hop on that for may uh this will be out before then okay yeah so may 90s teen horror it's gonna be great nice and uh, David, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at uh, Change My Handle, Superfan Armenta. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at Instagram at dr underscore a87 or David Armenta. You can look me up as well. And then Facebook, David Armenta. And just want to throw it out there uh, May is Lupus Awareness Month. So if you can donate to uh, the cause, as well as um, if you could donate blood or platelets, um, people need it out there that have. Um, horrible diseases and um, as well as people with cancer they just would you know highly recommend or highly recommend highly need uh, yeah well, both <laughs> highly recommend that you give yeah, me blood all, yeah you yeah. get blood or platelets um, they need them folks and then also too um, in Irvine in June they are doing a lupus walk so if you can make it out there um, people in the lupus community would love to have you Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive has its own Instagram as well, at Geek Offensive. And you can find uh, the Geek Say What Network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. And don't forget to check out the other two shows on the network. We have Ready, Set, Geek, hosted by Alex Gallet, your intro to geek culture. And our trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga. Uh, don't forget to check out our uh, associate producers, Wayland Productions. You can find them on Wayland 
www.audiobook.ws. They uh, share the studio space with us, help us sound great, and their new audio drama, Where Live Frontier, is now on Alpha. That's Geek and Sundry's paid service. Uh, also check out uh, our apparel sponsor, Jordan Denae. She's a geek apparel sponsor uh, book, uh, blah, based out of Brooklyn, New York. You figure after doing this a million times, I would have got it by now. <laughs> Anyway, she's based out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco-friendly, helps you look nerdy. And if you go to her website, which is Jordan Denae, uh, jordandenae.com, that's Jordan, D-E-N-E, use the promo code GeekSayWhat, and you can uh, um, get 20% off your next purchase. Uh, oh, and I believe uh, she has a new podcast as well, so everyone's podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. You can check her out her new show called The Sartorial Geek. It's all about clothes. Um, I believe it's on iTunes or excuse me, Apple podcasts. Um, and finally shout out to Marley Rosner who unfortunately still doesn't have a website. Get so, it together, man. Get yeah. it together. So I'd tell you to go get music from him, but, uh, Birdemic three is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to settle for hopefully finding him on LinkedIn. Uh, but he does all the original music for the geek. Say what network? Uh, he made this awesome theme song for us and I uh, just big thank you to him. So, Folks, enjoy uh, this episode of Breaking Down Birdemic. Watch the movie. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Check it out. Uh, Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Cue my music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was going to do my head, too. (laughs) I love that everyone does that. It's awesome. Sorry for making you watch this. <laughs> no, I'd never seen it before. Oh, this, uh, this is my first time. It's actually the first movie I've ever seen. Thought it was great. <laughs> Love the moving you, pictures. Well, you, had, you had no standards, so yeah, it was just perfect. You no, no, no. no. I, I I love bad movies, and this is one that I definitely had missed because yes. it's a newer one. Um, so I'm into it. I'm I was happy to be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, and then that, that's the reason I have this show for you, those of you listening at home. I love bad movies. That's why, especially ones like Birdemic, Oof. which are just it's terrible and it's made so sincerely. And that's why this show is called Sincere Garbage, or this segment of Geek Offensive is called uh, Sincere Garbage. And this is other than the room, I can't think of many other movies that really just fit this because you could tell it's personal. Yeah. Um. There's half half the movie has no bird attacks despite the name being Birdemic. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh no, but you you can tell exactly where it's coming from. Like yeah. the weird twisted mind that has been born from and you want to know mm-hmm. more about it. And the weird psychosexual issues that they're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And the I think the I haven't seen this kind of caliber movie since Threat Threat Level Midnight. <laughs> what is that one? Isn't oh, that's that, that's, that's from, Michael Scott. Yeah, Michael from G. Office. Scott. Yeah, that's from The Office. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. I, I haven't. I don't religiously watch The Office. I've only oh. seen like a handful of episodes. Well, I think Threat Level Midnight had a level of uh, competence that was much higher than Birdemic, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing you have to address when you bring this movie up. Like the, it looks like everything is edited in camera. 
if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just the tools in the in the little viewfinder and like, oh, and the audio is terrible. Oh, I I, I didn't I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> just real abrupt cuts and just like uh, really terrible ADR, and I'm just like, wow. No, this is, yeah. like every line of dialogue is like you're intercepting a transmission from a UFO. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not natural in any way. <laughs> It's just it, 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 with the with the way it comes off. It's just very like I think my my phone or my internet service is down because it's just not adding, like it's just not coming together like I would want. I'm just like wait, is there something wrong with my internet? Like yeah, you're streaming it, so you're like oh maybe like you know one slowed down. You're like no, and then I think you asked me. I'm like yeah. no no that's the movie. Wait you you watch this movie on your phone? Yeah well because I. My my TV it's not Amazon Prime or it doesn't have Amazon oh, okay. for me to watch it. So yeah, I had to watch it on my phone and I watched it three oh, times. You, you got to watch Birdemic as it was meant to be seen <laughs> on the big screen. Honestly, if I it was it on IMAX, I would not watch it on IMAX. Oh, I'd be first in line for IMAX. Are you kidding me? Look, I want the birds to be the size of my face. This is this is an American classic. And actually, my, it might have been better if it was on IMAX then. Oh man, actually, that's one. One thing I, I would really love to do is like go to a, a live screening and like have that crowd who's like really into it. And you throw bird carcasses in the oh, air. Oh yeah. Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, by the way, the CG in this movie per <laughs> Yeah, this movie was made in nineteen eighty nine, right? Yeah. It was great for the time. Uh <laughs> sure. Um uh, two thousand and ten, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know. And by the way, this film took Four years to make. Did not show it at no. all. <laughs> Tied as a drum. Um, and the budget was apparently less than ten thousand. Yeah, I'll believe that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like this is this made its money back with all the screenings and like it uh, somehow got picked up. Little cult classic. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. people like me basically yeah. that just like bought this because it was so bad. Well, I'm gonna say half of that money went to the gas. Um, if you saw all those gas prices, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the scariest thing about the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. The gas was four fifty nine. I oh, wrote yeah. that down. Oh yeah. That, that was, was very important to me. The gas was the antagonist of the movie. Oh yeah, that's literally. So, yeah. so I know that area. It was like the Bay Area, so it's like Half Moon Bay. So like gas. I remember that time. Like gas was super expensive. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean that's all connected to this very subtle environmental message throughout oh, yeah. the whole movie. Actually, well, yeah. it was subtle because you couldn't hear it. Yes, <laughs> yes. And no. you know why? Because they were the bark beetles. The bark beetles <laughs> were the evilness of the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, not not to skip ahead too far. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no, no, no. Spoilers. Spoilers. Any time any of our like director mouthpieces were just reciting Wikipedia paragraphs yes. about global warming, there was always like ocean waves crashing <laughs> over their dialogue you couldn't hear any of it uh-uh. and it's like this is the whole point you made this movie <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it's an homage to the wonderful horror classic the birds by alfred hitchcock um, of course I, I don't like the sarcasm there because that movie is one of my favorite movies. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's really good no that was really good yeah. yeah that and then they also said i saw in the trivia as well too that they said they made that one with inconvenient truth yeah. Really? Which, so his inf- so his I mean obviously and both the birds movies a- appear in the movie. Yes. Yeah. So obviously the birds is a classic and this was inspired by that, but you're telling me 
It was it also was a Oh yeah, okay, you're right. He does mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they go on the double yeah. date and he's oh, yeah, like that's right. that was a great movie. An inconvenient <sighs> truth. Like you say. Yeah. To remind people the movie you just watched. Yeah. yeah. Like how we open this podcast by saying, uh, we really enjoy this movie. Birdemic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Birdemic. <laughs> oh wait, no. I... Birdemic shock and terror. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I that's just remember right. all the little facts that got really shoehorned in. Like when um Rod was talking about his Mustang, he's just like, Oh no, are you gonna get a Ferrari? He's like, No, I really love my Mustang. Mustang, it gets 100 MPG. <laughs> I'm like, or it's a hybrid Mustang and it gets 100 MPG. I was like, what? Oh, um, man. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> again, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like you loved it, Brennan. David, I sounds like you struggled I, from I, what you were texting me when you were watching it. So I, you know, um, watched it three times because, uh, you know, just wanted to make sure i came in ready and yeah, the first time came prepared thank you guys <laughs> no problem <laughs> the first time i watched it was just like a real just basically just a run through where i just i couldn't believe what i was watching the second time was like okay i'm gonna do a little bit more and then the third time was just agony like i <laughs> like i felt like <laughs> I felt like this i'm gonna lose almost two hours of my of my life and i'm not gonna get that back okay well that's your <laughs> fault yeah <laughs> I watched it once, and I got everything I needed. <laughs> but you know, again, this is you know, I like I just wanted to come in ready. This is my first time coming in as you know, being a movie review. So I was just like, okay, you know, I want to bring it. Aww, you know? Yeah, that's well, so thank nice. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you mentioned you watched it three times, I got worried because I'm like, God, that's a lot of his time. And then I looked at the actual runtime, and I'm like. It's only like an hour and a half. Yeah. But it feels like 17 hours. Well, the beginning. Because it's so slow. Yeah, the, the beginning, it's like 20 minutes of just him driving around. Right. Uh, so all the driving the in this movie, folks, is real time. Yes. <laughs> it sure is. Oh, I don't even have anything fun to say about that. That that was excruciating. Yeah. That the was score not... was nice, though. I did like the score. Really? Yeah. Wait, I, you, all, all six you. notes of it? Yes. <laughs> I did like the score. And it was just like one of those, okay, if I just turn it down just a little bit, maybe I could do some meditation. I may have downloaded the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, nice. There's it's a soundtrack? Yes. Nice. Look, it can't it's be... two songs. <laughs> yeah, put together, can't be more than like six minutes, right? It's just repeat like loops. No, the uh, the hanging out with yes, my family song. Oh, my God. That yes. is, it's like a five minute yes. song. I was just like, yes. Was Do you have any information about that song? Was it written for the movies? It's just like this guy had a song. It's the guy, I think it was for the movie, but he did release it as his own single as well. Okay. Oh I mean, gosh. look. If you're a soul singer at an Irish pub, you really have to like get your name out in an, oh, in an yeah. empty bar. He's so reaching. who's he getting his name out to other than Rod and Natalie? And he's uh, reaching. I do recall seeing the back of a woman's head in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> she was into it too. Wow. <laughs> well, sp- well, let's actually just jump into the movie now. So as we said, it starts with just real time driving. Uh, in his hybrid Mustang, apparently. <laughs> I didn't. I guess he didn't check the Carfax on that one because there is. Yeah, I'm still looking for. A, yeah, very. A Mustang. Our, our main character is Rod, and uh, uh, oh, for named after Rod Ta- Rod Taylor, who starred in The Birds, by the way. Yes. Oh my God. Yep. Yes. Well, the director clearly. I mean, to be honest, as terrible as this movie is, it's made with love. This guy, director James Wynn, put his well. Put his ideal story into this movie, and, uh, and I mean, it's modeled on him, from my understanding of the. Yeah, I read he was a software salesman. Yes, just like Rob. Oh in the boy! Movie. Oh my gosh! Uh, wait till we get to that, folks. Uh- <laughs> and I want to call him emotionalist Rod because I never got anything from his like 
he just never gave you anything of his. Yeah, there's like a mannequin, and then Rod is just <laughs> yes. like right above no, that. The birds and gave me more than he, he did. <laughs> no, but he dresses like a helpful Honda salesman yes. converted to Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> like he's on a mission or what? <laughs> yeah. And he he walks like a robot too yes, with his does. weird posture walking down like the sidewalk into the restaurant for that first scene. Yeah, He's just like yeah, it, it's very it's like mannequin too yeah. on the move. Mm-hmm. Just to continue that, it's like he's situation. learning how to be human. As he as he he was like watching people like that's that's the, a beautiful sentiment. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's like you know trying to figure out as he's walking to this restaurant <laughs> and oh he, he runs at one point too oh, and he he runs like steve carell in little miss sunshine oh my oh is this after he saw natalie in the restaurant yes. and he comes back oh, out yeah that's yes. right so, so that's clearly you know i have to give him authenticity points here because that waitress is clearly the waitress of that restaurant in that first scene well, you mean that weird be. german waitress yeah who, like <laughs> signifies with her she her, with a big sweeping motion yes. where oh the booth gosh. is because she's acting that's yeah what. that's how it works <laughs> she had yeah she was doing a lot better than rod that's for like sure. this is art <laughs> <laughs> look don't get me wrong i love rod rod is great <laughs> <laughs> um and like uh okay so our meet cute is basically him running after her multiple after, times yeah mm-hmm. in and the it, same 10 minutes and it, it's like he's like, oh wait, don't I know you from somewhere? I'm like, that's your your go-to? opening line. It's yeah. a really awkward like opening line, and I'm like, wow, this is really good of her to like go along with it. Look, let's not piss on Rob mm-hmm. because it worked. <laughs> it worked. I can't, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it was the most creepiest way you can go about and trying to get a girl's number too like he grabbed her and he saw her and he was creepingly looking at her across the wave when he was in his dining booth and he she didn't was, buy any food either yeah exactly like he didn't did I he mean, have coffee uh, no no i think he had a water maybe right a water no he didn't have time he stared at her she left and he oh, left right. before the waitress even showed up again it's like he knew that yeah. was the one yeah yeah, yeah. before her oscar real moment <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part too. Was like, oh, I, yeah, we went to high school together. Oh, San Mateo. High yeah, exactly. San Mateo. San Mateo. He and knew. Then, he had the details. Yeah. And then he's like, where do you live again? <laughs> Probably, Probably here. Yeah. yeah. Um, from around here. Like, <laughs> no, she said the Bay Area, and he said he was from San Jose, and it's like that's not not the Bay Area. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much you're in the same vicinity. I don't. <laughs> um, but you're right, Ren. It worked. He, yeah, he, he got it, and he got they they uh, exchange cards as yes. you do. Yeah, yeah as you do. Mm-hmm. We all did that before we started the podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine oh, just says my, my name on it. Yeah, with a little That's picture. <laughs> yeah, here's my card. No, oh yeah, okay. Here's my card as well. And people right. say print is dead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it wasn't in 2010. I don't know. <laughs> The ancient <laughs> 2000. Yeah. Archaeologists will never know. <laughs> Actually, before I looked it up, I could have sworn like, oh, I think this movie was like 2005 or something. And then I was shocked when I saw the date. <laughs> yeah. He does have a chunky iPhone at one point. Yeah. 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 Well, um, well yeah, I, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Probably had the first iPhone. Well, like I said, it took four years. So, okay, maybe they started filming in 2006 if it came in. Because it took four years to make the Well, the hybrid Mustangs came out in 2005, so it had to be 2006, yeah. Whoa, you actually (laughs) looked at it? I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I believed you. I was like, God, dude. That was more convincing than any acting in the movie. (laughs) I I liked the mom. Oh, you know, you're, okay. 
You got me there. That she that was a convincing con- mom. She was convincingly a shrill um, <laughs> mom. Yeah. I thought she was improvising the whole time. Oh, she I, was. I, oh, she definitely yeah. was. Yeah, because I know she caught, caught up in her lines at least a couple times where I'm just like, wait, did she... Okay, she just she just ad libbed. She just keeps she just keep going. That's no, the, it. There was a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, exactly. She had to restart. <laughs> I would have loved to have been there when James was just like, "Perfect, cut, Wait, we got it." It's like, huh? You should... I was re- that was rehearsal. No, 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 we got it. <laughs> There's times too, like where as they're tr- like, you know, moving to another scene, it just stays there a little bit longer, and you just uh-huh. see them like awkwardly moving their eyes, like, "Okay, yeah. when do I when do I stop or when mm-hmm. can I move or when can I you know when are you gonna yell cut." No, one of the most frightening moments in the movie, and there are many. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a horror movie. Yes, yes. The movie sure. frequently forgets that, but it is. Absolutely. Um, no, but there's a, a news anchor woman. Yeah, and... I was going to bring that up. <laughs> in my oh. notes. Yeah, go for it. No, every time she shows up, her, her well, her channel is what, MNN, right? Yeah. Yes. And then the logo is always in a different corner of the screen every time <laughs> she shows up again. <laughs> and one time it's literally in the footage in the little square that where they play like clips of what they're talking oh, about. Oh, it's yeah, for folks listening like you see the news pr- reporter and you know usually you know they put it in with like the graphics department. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't afford that. No. So it's literally just her next to a t- giant TV yep. and she the reporter looks tiny. <laughs> and it looks like those TVs that you know when you were in elementary school where they would bring in to watch a movie like that's the the portable tv thing that you would bring in with the yes yeah that's what it looked like that's exactly what <laughs> that's it probably like. what it was yeah <laughs> yeah but but so yeah the, the this news lady um she's talking about this green like grand prix about like yeah. electric cars that are going to be racing and then she's like and the drivers will be hollywood celebrities <laughs> <laughs> and she stares daggers at the camera for oh, what yeah. feels like 10 minutes i'm waiting for oh, her, yeah. i'm waiting for her to wink at him like obviously she's looking right at him at rod it's like rod's the ones watching it's the like news. come down to the grand prix rod yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'd <laughs> love to have you here rod there are a lot of those moments where it's like i'm guessing he just didn't cut it uh but it, there's a lot of those moments where they just freeze yeah and it's stare so frightening. and you're like oh that's really off-putting. yeah <laughs> what hollywood celebrities do you think were driving around in the cars Ooh. Oh, uh, in a in a green it's a like a green grand yeah, prix it's like environmental cars leo dicaprio obviously mm-hmm. we're I, friends i, I, I feel like i feel like gwyneth paltrow would be in that yeah um but she'd be so slow <laughs> It's it's Hollywood celebrities, so they're all gonna uh-huh. play nice. Sort John of, Stamos, you know? I can see John Stamos. <laughs> yeah, Stamos. and Alice Cooper because he loves that kind of stuff. Just celebrity anything, like yeah. a, like a Mark Ruffalo. I think he would do it. He, I mean, he was in Infinitely Polar Bear, which I assume had some global warming elements. What is that? Oh, Matt Damon. It's the name of a movie he was in. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Matt Damon would be in it too. Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. That'd be good PR for him. Yeah. And like uh, Eleven from Stranger Things, probably. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's everywhere right now. Yeah. What, does she have a license? It doesn't matter. It's Hollywood no. celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a K1 speed. Like, she can drive it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, after that, there's more real-time driving. Oh, of course. To Rob's j- Rod's job. <laughs> oh, yes. I love his job so much. <laughs> Was it NCIT? NCT software, Or sir. NCT Come on. software. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Which we have no idea what it stands for. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's computer technology. 
<laughs> they don't tell us. <laughs> oh man, and he's in their sales department. But and I need I need to point this out. Like he's you see him on like the on like a headset and he's talking to someone and he's all like, "So can I get your business today?" and like uh you know, um I'll take 50% off. And then like he he's like, "Woo, I got this his cel- quote unquote celebration. The woo." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I need to point this out because this is the thing that bothered me the most. His his buddy comes in and he's like, "How much was the sale?" And he's like, oh, "It was a million dollars." Yeah. I'm like, "You took a fifty percent off discount? <laughs> that was you took a million dollars off?" No, who makes a million dollars off a cold call in yeah, a call center? Exactly. Wow, he's the best salesman in the business. Oh. Exactly. And honestly. This is where his acting really comes alive in that scene too, <laughs> because he th- he's acting like the Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, "Oh yeah, what will it take to get me into to get you into some computer technology today?" <laughs> the best part was when his buddy comes in and he's like, "Oh nice." Oh, you mean just, Rick? Rick, yes, Rick. Rick. Nonchalant, Rick, yeah. just like, "Hey, oh nice, good for you, high five. Yeah. Hi- the, the biggest high five. sale of my li- biggest sale of my life. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're no, great. so unimpressed with each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I couldn't get over it. Like, what was you? What were you selling? That was worth two million, apparently. Uh, software. <laughs> and you just felt the need to take off half for some reason. <laughs> what kind of money are you bringing in in order for you to? Yeah, exactly. To oh take off a million dollars. It's probably porn, right? <laughs> like it has to be porn. It has to be something <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> or some sort of like porn head or like a VR porn situation see that would make sense but now we don't know <laughs> what do you mean now we never knew. or do we never knew <laughs> the answer has been lost to time maybe it's in birdemic too there is there is birdemic there is too. a sequel i started to watch it but i haven't finished it yet okay let me know <laughs> <laughs> i do know someone who is credited as a producer on birdemic too uh she is a child <laughs> and had nothing to do with it <laughs> Oh but, but her name's on there. Well, David, you're telling me like he James Wynn did make up credits yes. for this movie. Yes, yeah, he did. Um, which was part of the 20 minute um, opening scene of him just putting out random names. I think it might have been the clerk from 7-Eleven because we know that 7-Eleven uh, catered. The, uh, yeah. 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 No craft services. It was uh, 7-Eleven. No God, I mean, there, I mean, their craft might have been their craft lunchables, but as yeah. far as like craft services, no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Just can you imagine? However long this movie took to shoot, like you're just eating Seven Eleven food all day. That would explain the acting, though. If they were all under severe intestinal distress the whole time, it's like just getting the words out is going to be the most you can do. Dude, so, oh man, now I want to rewatch it with that like, oh, they're just trying not to shit on (laughs) him. Right? They're just hoping he plays, or he says cut quickly. Please, I need (laughs) need to go. And he did not. (laughs) No, No, he he did did not. not. Yeah, evident by like how those long pauses at the end of every scene. Those were the cold, dead stares. <laughs> yeah. No, because when, when he calls the girl, Natalie with an H, by the way. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and she agrees to go to the cool new Vietnamese restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. He describes it as Vietnamese restaurant. She's like, that sounds delicious. I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's a regional cuisine. <laughs> yeah. of, like Vietnamese restaurant. That's it. Sure. Oh, but, before, oh sorry. Oh, yeah, before that, though, we oh, see where Vietnamese she cat. works. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> She's a fashion model, guys. Yes, she's a fashion model. At the one-hour photo. <laughs> one-hour photo. 
No, but this this is uh, one of the many ways that this film is similar to The Room in that they never use a phrase that's not fashion model. Like, because, you know, like, in The Room, instead of fiancé, they always say future wife. Yeah. They say it as complicated as possible. Mm-hmm. They're always oh, like, yeah. oh, she's a fashion model. Like, she's a model. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. <What> <laughs> She had a she had a nice array of outfits. Uh, <laughs> she yeah, went to like Viet- a kimono. She went to like Vietnamese style like clothing, and I'm like, okay, I guess the, that's a directorial choice. I get it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it's one of the most interesting things about this movie is how like subtly Asian American it is. Mm-hmm. Like his culture kind of creeps in in oh yeah probably inappropriate moments but it's there very frequently and that's interesting like it's just a part of his personality that he can't like hide from the screen yeah and that's awesome well Uh, they said i'm sorry they said that in well the movie rod's character is based on him james win yeah and it's so obviously i mean there is going to be some culture yeah, he probably yeah. he probably knew the guy at the at the Vietnamese restaurant oh, yeah. like ran it. By the way, the the screenshot of um, the place they go to, that market is in Westminster, not too I was far gonna, from here. Oh, okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking of that too. I go, I just went to Loop, uh-huh. um, not too long ago, and I was like, that looks exactly. But I didn't want a racial profile, so I was just like, like nope, I can confirm okay, that's perfect. it. Awesome, <laughs> that T and K market. Like I know where that I is. I feel better about myself <laughs> now. I've been there. Perfect. The, the same reaction I had during Fast and the Furious when I was like, oh my God, that's Asian Garden Mall. I had the same reaction here when I first saw that. I was like, oh my God, I know where that is. <laughs> Which is weird because he filmed most of it in the Bay Area, but yeah. for some reason there's randomly parts of like Westminster in there. Yeah. I mean, he probably just looked on YouTube and typed in like Asian market. footage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no way he shot I'm There in. is a lot of B-roll in this movie. I'm yeah. Busy. Yeah, a lot. It, Look, at this point, it's A-roll. It's most of the movie. <laughs> I'm visiting family. I need to get a picture of something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I know exactly where we could go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's it. Where were we? Okay. So they, they agree to go on a date. Oh, by, by the way, the audio during that little phone call when they're in their cars. All the oh, the back my. and forth. Oh, that was rough. Oh. That was so rough to watch. <laughs> it's a mess. It's... It's, a it's like you. The look on your face. It's like I can't even make a joke about that. No, like, I seriously, <laughs> I can't. I'm trying my hardest. The no, just the traffic scenes. It's impossible. Yeah, it's just monotony. Yeah, that grinds down your soul. There is one part that, or I don't know how familiar you are with film terms, but there's a term called a Dutch angle. Yep, which is a it's a it's a canted angle on it, like kind of at a tilt that's supposed to like give a like spooky mood to something yeah so like the first and, Thor had a lot of those angles oh okay, yeah, okay, okay. you know how it was like tilt- yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so um, that makes total sense now yeah. yeah well half of the shots from inside the windshield of the car were like that and I think it's just because the tripod wasn't working right <laughs> but it, it added a little bit I oh, guess oh gosh it's art he, I, I know what I'm doing as director <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, whose who's name is all over the credits? Exactly. Not my name. <laughs> the dialogue, though, between them was perfect. How, like, oh, hey, I uh, haven't talked to you since the last time we've seen each other, but how are you? What's going on in your life now? <laughs> like, It's like, whoa, we just, just met. Exactly. Oh. But they both had major life events happen in between meeting right. and the phone call. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. like, I just made the biggest sale of my life, and it's like, I took oh. 50% off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just got hired by Victoria. Oh, she gets hired by Victoria's, Victoria's Secret. Secret. Yes. Well, they said 
we want Victoria's Secret wants to hire you to be a cover girl model. Mm-hmm. Do they have a magazine? Or is it for a brochure? They have a catalog. They do I have think. catalogs. Yeah, okay. I guess yeah. so. But CoverGirl is also a brand that is not Victoria's yeah. Secret. <laughs> and I was just a little confused by that. No, but I'm just like, wow, this is a coincidence, them going through all these life changes so rapidly. <laughs> well, look, you can't have a main character who's a failure if they're exactly. based on your life. That's true. <laughs> for So for all those aspiring you know, um, fashion models, hit your one-hour photo. And uh, yeah. get your headshot. That's how you do yes, it. That's how you do it. Yes. There you go. <laughs> it's not a secret porn den. No. I promise. No, it's not. <laughs> and before you know it, Victoria's Secret will be calling. Oh, oh. and he said, You're going to look so great in those yes. lingerie. Yes. Oh. It's like, Oh. And she still went out with him. Yeah. I wonder, maybe her stands are just, is this her no. first date? Like, what no. is this? Time's up, Rod. <laughs> like, you don't get to say this to people. <laughs> Yeah, Rod just kind of, he he was very, you know, he'd sold a million, or he just made a million dollar sale. So he's like, you know what? I'll say whatever I want now. You know, <laughs> she got my phone number, you know. He's uh, a it's millionaire. On. It's on. Exactly. It's on. It's like, I get to say what it, I want. Does it count as a millionaire if you have one million? <laughs> but no, he has commission Oh, he's on commission, one yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, God. Until later. No, but they... then <laughs> the company gets sold for a billion dollars, and he gets a stock option. <laughs> I know. Oh my God! Him explaining that to her on the first date is so painful. Why would this, <laughs> this <So> date <laughs> is a series of red flags? Yeah. <laughs> Just a m- Mount Everest of red flags. Yes. <laughs> oh my <sighs> gosh! I know I said I loved Rob, but I was lying. He's the worst. <laughs> Rod, whatever. It's like whoa. You love to hate him. There it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so his his company gets bought out, and like um, this is somehow a good thing. Yeah, I guess because if you own stock, they pay you out for it. I guess that's how it works. Well, they give you the stock option, and then you can. He's like, and then I'm just gonna because they out. really drove that home. In yeah, the it's like, I get a stock option, and I'm just gonna buy that out. And yeah, just, or yeah. cash out, or, or ca- something. Sorry, cash out. Yeah, and retire, and then start a green tech company. <laughs> yes, a green. Tech. Oh. Wait a minute, this is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> when that guy announces it, and it's the, the boardroom the clapping, clapping scene. scene. Yes! Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like real-time clapping several times in a row. No, it cuts to one uh, part of the yeah. table. They start clapping yeah. for 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, then it cuts to the next part. He looked clapping. like a rod from uh, uh, Parks and Rec that just grayed out and had gray hair. What's he? Um, Rob Lowe? No, no, Rod. Uh, is it Rod? Is his name Rod? I don't remember. Well, anyway, Ron. Ron. There you go. Ron, Ron. Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yes. Oh, okay. the guy talking. Telling yeah, the guy. Him. T- yeah, the guy telling him that we just sold, and he's just he just looked like Ron from Swanson. <laughs> yeah, but he was just like you, you, you. Yeah, yeah. He's doing an Oprah. Yeah. He was just like what? <laughs> but the the clapping scene just goes on for so long, yes. and I'm like, which circle of hell is that again? Because <laughs> I, I just I I just I was mesmerized by that. I'm like, why is this going on? It's hypnotic. And on. It's like each table got like their screen time. I'm like, were those the investors on the film? Maybe is that? I don't think this film had. How many investors do you need for ten thousand dollars? <laughs> True. Look, James Wynn made this movie off of his commission from the million dollar sale that he probably made. Oh my god. You just, you just, yeah, mind blown. (laughs) This, yeah, this movie just made a lot more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm discovering a lot more about this movie. 
<laughs> no, there's a lot of depth to it. Yeah. You need to watch it three times. Yes. Exactly. Oh, but, oh. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, that was my favorite part of him just pointing fingers at everybody like, <laughs> you're going to get money. Thing to do. You're going to get money. You're going to get, you know. Yeah. yeah. You, good job. Yeah. You, you deserved <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the clapping ends and then it starts again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wh- why? <laughs> oh, and that, that's when he goes like, you, you, you. And then it just goes again. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, And then for some reason, um, Rick just has like a, like a remote control car. Because, no, this is Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. <laughs> they just have all these toys lying around. Well, a software company, I could sort of believe that. Does he work at Facebook? Like, not a, it's not a, like a Silicon Valley, like, fun time Pixar situation. <laughs> he was in a cubicle with a headset on. We, we don't know that. It's NCT software. It could be a party over there. Okay. <laughs> it looked like he was working the front desk. Yeah. Honestly. It didn't even look like he was in his own cubicle. But he's Fair making enough. million dollars. million dollar sales. Cold calls. Cold well, calls. no, that was the biggest one of his life. So maybe he was working up to that. You, like one dollar, two dollars. Exactly. Penny stocks and then all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> just made it up there. Um oh we skipped the basketball scene. Uh, my brain skipped the basketball scene. Oh my god. It it was phenomenal of a how unathletic they were. <laughs> There's nothing I wanted more from this movie than to watch two white people play basketball. <laughs> and then my prayers were answered when I saw two pe- two white people dancing later. But oh, we'll get to that. boy. Yeah, I, was, I was waiting for him to yell white chocolate as he threw the ball. <laughs> Tried to make it basketball. No, white he, lightning. Oh, white he, lightning. I'm and sorry. he looked like a guy that would do that yeah. in real life, too. That's, oh, yeah. Well, if he had the ability to emphasize his voice to yell anything, yeah, very, maybe. Yeah. yeah, everyone kind of just like stops at a certain level. They can't get any louder or show any more inflection. They just, they just kind of stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a cap to their yeah. energy. <laughs> um, there's also some subtle foreshadowing because it's, I guess they're talking about like, oh man, it's heat wave in the middle of like- Winter. Winter or something. But then then it's October later, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Then we find out there's a pumpkin festival during winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talk about another scene that just went on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> no setup for that. No. Are they celebrating Krampus? Or, I mean, I just don't. I mean, because, no. oh, because then they had the uh, guy throwing out, the vampire throwing out candy on the float. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> oh, my that, God. It was, I, I was timing it. It's well over two minutes and there's like no, next to no dialogue. You're just, what, what is this? And there it was must, no, it had to have been a real thing because there's no, no way it, they could have afforded. No, I, I actually looked it up. It is a real thing. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. It looked awesome. The Half Moon Bay? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but there was no score either. There was no was score it in any of the movie. But I mean like- Like really silent. Yeah, it's just silent. And there's points where the part of the movie where there's score. Oh, it's just crowd, no- like background, like yeah, crowd background. noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of that Wait. in this movie. Sorry. I'm just sorry, I'm just trying to remember where we were. We were on the basketball scene. Yeah, basketball scene. I'm trying to look up where. Um, another bit of foreshadowing. Uh-huh. He mentioned that one of his favorite football teams is the Eagles. Oh, he did say the Niners first. Get Let's the let... fuck out. He, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, this James Wynn is a genius. <laughs> is I'm starting to like realize that now. I'm like maybe he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I didn't catch that. Okay. My favorite part of the movie is when he did say his favorite team, he loved football, and his favorite team was the 49ers, but then he also said, I do also like the Eagles. Didn't he also say like 30% or something? Like yeah. he gave a really specific <laughs> yeah, number. Exactly. <laughs> That's 
guys, that's just how software engineers think, or <laughs> you know, right. they think this is numbers. a really this is a human portrait <laughs> of a helpful Honda dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you sit calling it a human portrait almost makes this sound like a noble piece of art. <laughs> I I didn't say it wasn't. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is something. I want to, sure. yeah, I want to show this to the rest of geeks, the Geek Say What Network, just to see if like they see what we saw. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? Exactly, it's an American classic. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> the, the Eagles, piece. guys. It's a piece. It's a piece. <laughs> but also, that, that, Rod liter- can... <laughs> that literally blew my mind. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, like, look, the writing of Rod is unimpeachable. <laughs> it he is. It is a character study. Um, Rod can suck my dick because he sucks. Oh. <laughs> but like, it's really realistic. And moving. Oh. Oh, man. The only thing that was moving was him on the dance floor trying to... Was he moving? Ooh, was he moving? to get his beats. There is one Sir? part where he is moving like a robot, and it's like, oh, my real self is coming out. I gotta <laughs> yeah. hide back into <laughs> <Yeah>. human mode. <laughs> there, No, I got it. There are conspicuous parts of him that are not moving during the dance sequences. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh! Man. He did the oh, two-step God. thing where you like you're snapping your fingers and you're just going yeah. left and right, back and oh, forth. God, it's oh. all the worst ironic white people dances. Actually, Natalie had mm-hmm. some moves. I she, she looked a lot better than Rod did. She and, looked like she was trying to make the best of a horrible situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the story of that should be that's, the tagline of Birdemic. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! No, no, that's that's the tagline of like you know how the room had disaster artists. Uh huh. Like that's when you when this movie gets that. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, okay, so um, who would you want to write that? Like, which of the actors should write the tell-all expose Ooh. about Birdemic? Because mm. I feel like Rod wouldn't be that interesting. No. It would have to be Natalie. Um, I think the actress is Whitney Moore. Okay, yeah. And I've heard her right. in a couple of interviews. I'm like, oh, you actually have a personality. and She seemed like she did. Yeah. Yeah, I would say and- her and um, Rick or Ramsey. <laughs> Would be the or it's uh, just it's just one of the kids doing it. Oh my oh god. god! Oh my god! Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, oh, another thing we okay, skipped okay. over the uh, the solar panel sales guy. Oh, oh Jeremy god. Owens. D- Wait, you looked. He, he had a name. <laughs> he had a name. His oh. name was Jeremy Owens. Oh my god! I was wondering yeah. if like was that actually just a a solar sales guy? I, like, I I'm pretty sure hey. that they were just like, hey, you're selling solar panels. Why don't you just come in? We'll just get a scene together real quick. I don't. His voice was so gentle and soothing. Yeah. Like, I could fall asleep to that man talking. <laughs> that's, maybe, that, that's how he gets the sale. He makes you comfortable. He it's hypnotizes like, you. Know, you. I, can, I can trust you. <laughs> and you know what? You did, and he knocked $1,000 off. He did. Yes. He went for See, he so just, he's a better salesman than yes, Rod. Because <laughs> he only took like a small percentage off, not 50%. No, not at all. <laughs> if he had said, like, I'll give it to you for, what was it? He said twenty thousand. Twenty thousand dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars. at Rod's. Like, Tell you what, I'll take off ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so, Rod's house is enormous for a bachelor. He yes. lives in a suburban home with, like, two and a half garages in Half Moon Bay. That's ridiculous. So anywhere in the Bay Area is going to be super expensive. I guess NCT Software is doing well. Phenomenal. Right? He made a million dollars. <laughs> On a cold call. On a cold call. On a cold call. Who agrees to that over a phone call? (laughs) Look, he knocked 50% off. You're not going to get that from Google. I know. I'm like, it's still a million dollars, but I mean, you know, it it was 
fifty percent off. So well, it, it's like when Barnes, like I was on the Barnes and Noble website looking at the price of a DVD, and it was like thirty dollars, but right below it, it said thirty nine ninety nine, and it crossed it out, and you were like, "You're saving this much percent," and I'm like, "You made those numbers up," and I yeah. think that's what Rod is doing. <laughs> I've definitely seen that done in like a lot of liquor stores. Oh yeah, it's like oh it's this, and then they put this price. Like it was this, was it? No, Coles <laughs> is known for that. You know they uh, <laughs> they uh, they'll put down the, like how much money you saved, and it's like a thousand or you know just this <laughs> just substantial <laughs> amount of money, and then it's like the bill's like one twenty or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so same thing. Jeremy Owens, he was a better yeah he was a better salesman than Rod for sure. I also want to say like that the news reporter shows up again, like in real life. No, 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 not in real life. She, like, but she he's, busts he's, out. he's like, watch. Oh God, that would have been a frightening oh, twist in the movie. Yeah. He just goes full ring on us. Yes. Yeah. No, oh, that would have been amazing. No, isn't the second time when she's talking about the electric Grand Prix, and the first time she's probably talking about birds or global warming or something? She something. Was, she said that the first time she was talking about like birds dying. People finding birds that were just dying. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. And then the second time was the Grand Prix, and, and then the forest fires. Oh yeah. Like, they mentioned that before. Okay, that kind of ex- not really it, explains, but like there watched, is a forest fire later movie, on. I watched the movie three times, so I think I know. Oh god. You mean there were <laughs> twenty nine tiny forest fires? Later yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man! No smoke. I was waiting for the smoke, but yeah. they they were coughing a lot. So they, they were just coughing. breathed all of it in. I think immediately, so it didn't get into the air. <laughs> <laughs> the CGI was just again phenomenal in this movie. Oh yeah, first yeah, the first shot of the birds is like twenty two minutes in, and it's like a dead CGI bird. Yeah, and they just walk up to it and just kind of look at it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Wasn't it the birds the that they, three birds the, that fly the three by. parrots that that flew by the, after they had their the trees. their dinner or lunch or whatever? No, that was during the the pumpkin festival or whatever. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It was, was it? after. I remember that because I remember the. I remember because I had heard about the birds before I'd ever seen this movie, and I was like, well, "Where are the birds?" Um, <laughs> and they sh- those three show up flying by. Yeah. Oh, okay. So those were the birds, and then you, you see... never forget your first time <laughs> seeing the birds. And boy, are they! They sure are CG. Like that's Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, it's like pixel sprites from an NES are like far more advanced than whatever they were using. I think puppets would have been a lot better than what they probably. Provided. Yes, maybe puppets. cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they they seem to be from a di- like actively in a different dimension than yeah. the other characters on screen like it's kind of like a, a, a disney 3d like audience experience it's kind of like honey i fucked up the movie <laughs> <laughs> but they're all really stiff it's doing the same animation they're barely flapping i'm like how are these birds staying afloat <laughs> uh, it's it's just the parrots were probably the best as were they parrots? See, it looked like green parrots. Okay. Um, Who friggin' knows? I, know. I mean, that's the best thing I could go for is just what they looked like. But I think that was the best, like, CGI form of birds that they provided. Well, Not even the scary uh, birds. Were everyone there. looks better in profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you get to the birds. And you get to... What? Not yet. Oh, no. No, yet. no. There's quite a bit left. Oh, yes. So there's, there's the double date. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Where they see oh, the yeah, yeah. so we forgot like uh let's see. We gotta talk about Rick and Mai. Yeah. Yes. And the huge coincidence, by the way, that Mai is somehow Natalie's best friend. <laughs> that we, it's a small town. I guess I guess. It's weird that they wouldn't have heard of each other beforehand. 
<laughs> and you're and you're seeing her as she's you know on top of Rick with her bikini on, mm-hmm. as you know, as as you do. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe they came I've, from the beach. I don't know. Look, I've never been with a woman, mm-hmm. so for all I know, that's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. I, I didn't question it. <laughs> no, you, I didn't question it. I did. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm man lies down, stock still, wearing right. no shirt and some jeans, and she's wearing her bikini. <laughs> yes, That's, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> case closed. Um, but and that website is plugged. But he'll call- anytime yeah, she sh- just—it's always anytime my is in the scene. That web that web website's plugged. Was she involved in the website? I don't know. Did you guys look it up? It's, I looked it's it up. Yoko Ono. Yeah, Yoko Ono. Yeah. I didn't know that prior to, so I had to look it up. Yeah. So. I was like, why Yoko Ono's what I don't what was on the website? It's Peace. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 her like her Twitter feed, her Instagram, like oh, really? all yeah, it's all her plugs that she has. Sure. And then, you know, there's a quote from John Lennon. I forgot what they said, but yeah, it's predominantly all fuck? Yoko Ono. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I again, this is one of those things like I want to ask James Wynn like what was going on here? I want to ask Yoko Ono if she knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, you know what? It's probably maybe I would do this film for free if you let me just plug Yoko Ono. <laughs> I'm an intern. Sure. I'm an intern for Yoko Ono. I'm Yoko Ono's long-lost <laughs> grandniece. <laughs> but yeah, she she does stop to take Natalie's phone call in the middle of their and Natalie is so chill with it because she's like, what do you think I'm doing? She's like, she's oh, like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. That's right. It's like, oh my. Does this, I wonder if this happens often. Is, are they just that busy when they're... Well, Rick is a sex maniac. Yeah. Because he's he doesn't believe in dates if you're not going to go porking afterwards. That's because right. he does his like little them. pelvic thrust yes. situation <laughs> in the, the uh, uh, basketball game. Oh, even during the clapping scene, he's like starting to hump, like run the chair. <laughs> he's the Joey Tribbiani of this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my oh. god! And he does it so awkwardly too. It's not like. Where you know, like he's that douchebag character. It's just very, just like this is not me, but I'm gonna do it, and I'm. <laughs> that no, that's toxic that's, yeah. masculinity. He feels yeah, like yeah. he needs to fulfill right. the role that he's been cast. Yeah, by. he's got to show that I'm manly and I get laid all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes him a little bit of a deeper character. Now <laughs> you see uh, that. Look, he's always been deep. You just didn't plumb the depths. Or he's been hiding it this whole time. Of Rick No Last yes. Name. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, Rick No Last Name. Yes. Yeah. The, he also has one of my favorite lines in the movie. It's like, uh, it's like after they watch the movie, it's like, oh, me and Maya are going to get out of here. We got we to gotta get to work. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Sensual work. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, by the way, I paused the movie at the exterior shot of the movie theater, oh. and I wrote down what was playing at what, that movie theater. What was it? All right. Where, oh, where'd they go? <laughs> it's all gone forever. <laughs> oh, boy. I shouldn't have brought this up before I looked at my notes, huh? Well, I do remember really specifically one of them was Four Christmases. Four remember that? Christmases. Was, was, that was, yeah, that was like a Vince while ago. Va- it was t- Vaughn, like 2010, 2011. No, yeah. it's 2000, actually, 2009. No, it's older than that. That's 2009. 2009? Yeah, it has to be 2009. Okay. Because they were filming um, before that, yeah. Yeah, Four Christmases, Role Models. With, uh, you know, Sean William Scott <laughs> and Paul Rudd? Australia, the Baz Luhrmann movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Twilight. One wow. of the At least one of the Twilights. All one it of said those. was Twilight. And I, that's probably all the theater needed. Yeah, and I believe Madagascar 3. <laughs> S- 
2009. I'm, but I have to throw that. Yeah, but they found an inconvenient truth. Yes. It, yeah. The one of the screens was an art theater, a revival theater. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but back to the coincidence about the double date. Because yes. like, oh, your best friend knows my best friend, and we didn't know all of this stuff. Um, my lives in a lighthouse. As established yeah. later in the movie, so yeah. she probably doesn't get out that much. Because no, because they're driving to shelter and they see the lighthouse and they're like, "That's oh, where my lives." Where my, that's yes. right. and then they find her car pulled over. Spoiler alert: they're dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, R.I.P. My and Rick, my favorite characters yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they she dies like in it. front of Natalie. It's like, oh, that's so sad. So sad. <laughs> and she, she's wearing that shirt. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing her imagine me shirt. <laughs> The same one that she wore at the movie. At the movie, yes. Yeah, at the date. Because imaginepeace.org. But, oh, man. Yeah, she lives at the lighthouse. Yeah, I, I don't imagine you would get out that much if you lived in a lighthouse. All those stairs. Yeah, right? Because she... You know, mm. Did she wow. draw the birds to this particular spot with her lighthouse? It's just weird that they were following them throughout that... She had to see them coming if she lived in the lighthouse, though. Well, she never got home from the day... Oh, right, it was on the right. way home. Oh, yeah. Wait, then how long were they... De- wow. She must have... She she stuck it out for a long time then for her to say goodbye to Natalie. Yeah. She needed to hold it together to yeah. see her, fr- her best, best friend <laughs> yeah. one last time. <laughs> best part was, like, Natalie wasn't, like, too distraught. She was just like, yeah, they died, and then they took off. Oh, my God. Yeah. This movie just got way more... <laughs> look, look. I mean, look. To be honest, I was sadder about Rick than about Mai mm-hmm. because I know nothing about Mai other than she lives no. in a lighthouse, which is rad. Yeah, but <laughs> like now that lighthouse is up for lease. Ooh, mm. and I'm not sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Still Half Moon Bay, though. You think it'd be cheaper? No, it couldn't be. What's the rent on a lighthouse? After... I don't know. All these questions from this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, it had to be pretty cheap coming after, you know, you're closer to the ocean, there's birds, you know. I just... feel like that would be more expensive if you're closer to the ocean. Well, That's you good know. the point. But the right? bird, it's a birdemic. The birds can come back, you know. It, well, it, at the time, that might have been that might not have been listed as a hazard of living there. Do, <laughs> do the real estate agents have to disclose that the previous occupant was murdered by birds? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. Like she's got. They have to mention. Oh, somebody died here. Like, oh yeah, uh, thirteen stories, very spacious. No, but, uh, quiet, secluded living. Previous owner murdered by birds. This is a big light. <laughs> no, no, but. No, but by then it'd How be like. Doors? <laughs> yeah. <One>. By then, <laughs> but by then they're all like, "Oh, she died in the the bird attack of 2010." It's like, "Oh yeah, right." It's a, they it's almost the a, the cross. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. almost a historical. <laughs> no, you nod your head down and you're out of respect. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, never, never forget. <laughs> never, never forget. <laughs> oh, can you imagine the bumper stickers after that? Jesus oh, Christ! Gosh. Oh my God! And then all the anti bird folks and just, oh mm. my so much shit would go down but they all say imagine peace in the corner too. <laughs> yes <laughs> they're like don't go to war against the birds like they're just <laughs> oh oh man uh i think after after the double date that's when we get like the actual the pumpkin festival and that grueling two minute yeah that date. major set piece that was really <sighs> foreshadowed and we were just been waiting for the whole time yeah, like exactly. when's this pumpkin festival gonna show up <laughs> In the winter, by the way. Yep. In the in winter. winter. No, yes. but it, the banner literally said the dates. It said like October 20th to 30th right. on the banner. Maybe they don't know their seasons. I don't know. 
maybe they're like on a weird hemisphere that has the seasons all mixed up. Who knows? No global warming. It's already. That's mentioned. right. Oh right. That's and then after this it. is when they he he was so focused on his date mm-hmm. that he probably just totally forgot it was winter. Yeah, but or then, I mean that it was fall. Yeah. And then after this, that's the beach scene where they find this dead CGI bird. By the way, the cuts there were also very brutal. Yes. It, it was just kind of like, it, it was like in the middle of dialogue during the shot while they're walking. It, it was like cut like a, it was like bad jump cuts from a bad YouTube video. And you're like, oh, yeah. what is going on here? What? Maybe what? that's why I didn't notice them all the time. It was like, I've seen some Jenna Marbles videos. <laughs> <laughs> And the picture was different, so like it was cut real high high resolution, and then it would get really dark, and then just jump back and forth. Well, they had the cut between the B-roll and the actual footage. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, this is the nice one that I found online somewhere, and then back to mine. And the dead bird was just phenomenal. Right. Oh, uh, gosh. Best actor in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most convincing, right? <laughs> then we get to hanging out with my family at the restaurant. <laughs> I have to. Wait. Well, no. Didn't he meet? The mom, right? He does. We forgot oh, about that's the, mom. the mom. Yes. Oh my god. He meets the mom. So many layers to this movie. Yes. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, the mom who doesn't imp- approve of her modeling, and yet in every scene is like, "I love that you're a model. Such- I love helping you out. I'm so supportive." Such a loving mom. She's a hypocrite. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, he- <laughs> What what I love is how she wants her daughter to enter the real estate industry. And I'm like, oh, because it's probably the family business. And she's like, oh, I've been a jeweler for 30 years. Oh, yeah. It's like, why is it? Why is it? Why is real estate agent your goal specifically? Yeah. Why couldn't you just go and just follow me? And it's like, oh, sometimes I miss the store, but I, you know, I, I love to travel and I love to watch television. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the best part was, again, hypocrite where she goes and my and I also help. Uh, Natalie with her modeling. Maybe she got her the in at Victoria's Secret Cover Girl. Wow. Really? Yeah. If that, that was the way she helped her? Mm, Could have been. Maybe. Could have been. We don't know. I no, think but it, it's implied pretty heavily. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't seem too surprised when she got it. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, but what so, connection did she have to Victoria's Secret? Uh, maybe she did the jewels for that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It was jewelry specifically for lingerie modeling, and that's what. And got. for the mistresses of Victoria's Secret uh, CEOs. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> She's a very discreet jeweler. God. But yeah, I mean, the, the mom was clearly like, I think we said it, like she's clearly improvising that entire time. Oh yeah, I don't think she got any lines. <laughs> <laughs> Go be a mom. Just like get, <laughs> that that's your daughter. Uh, uh you're supportive but you don't approve. Like what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I got this. To, to watch him direct. I would love to be like a fly on the wall. Just like just I want to see that man work like just one day. Like <laughs> He's like stand in front of this green screen, pretend it's your kitchen. <laughs> there were a lot of her shots looked like insert shots from in front of a green screen. Like a lot of her close-ups. I'm not sure if that was necessarily the case or if it was just like the camera the, was that the, shitty. The lighting was really yeah, bad. That cam- could have been it. It did look really bad when she was up against the kitchen. Yeah. Like it was just, wait, wait, is that the real kitchen or is that? Yeah. It, it, it Something's just, off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but uh, and then eventually, yeah, Rod and Natalie both meet her and it, oh, man, I don't even... Did Rod say anything that? I don't think he did. Um, He complimented her at one point. He was like, she has, Natalie is such a nice mom. And she was like, thank you. 
Oh, you know what he did because <laughs> that's that's literally it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know he did talk about how he was go- he retired because she's like, oh, you just retired. I'm retiring for a couple months, but I'm starting a solar panel company. Um, right, the green tech. I keep forgetting tech. that. Yes, detail. yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's he got a ten million dollar grant from whoever these or ten million dollar deal from these investors to start this solar panel company as you do yes exactly i could i forgot about that See, i thought those board meetings were all the same scene that no. blurred together we got we got to watch like the whole end of a powerpoint oh, how could you forget yeah those were yeah we got two two board me- boardroom meetings in this movie folks but uh, they didn't clap no not no clapping in this no one. Clapping in that one mercifully yes <laughs> <laughs> honestly that would have been better <laughs> he was repeating statistics about how many cents per watt it was and i was like is this what it costs to run it and, or how like yeah, what the guy's like who are our competitors and he just lists off like the most generic names solar co yeah. sun boys <laughs> and he was very like sun uh, boys <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i made that up i don't know i'd buy from them to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, and then like the the dude next, his assistant or whatever, just kind of like whispers to the investor, and then it's like, "All right, we'll invest ten million dollars." Hmm. She's she's pulling the strings. She's the puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> That'd like be it. such a great twist to this movie for Birdemic Three, Ooh. which will never happen because <sighs> I read up on that, and he had an Indiegogo campaign for like he he wanted to raise I think twenty thousand dollars, and he made two hundred and fifty. <sighs> So shame. Honestly, probably enough for him to make Birdemic Three, but like <laughs> not what he was hoping for. He could do it all on YouTube and like on webcams. That would that would get some attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> I wish I would have known. I would donate ten. I feel like enough in, yeah, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like enough internet reviewers have brought enough attention to it. I'm like, come on, man, let's get Birdemic Three off the ground. <laughs> yeah, like I wonder at what point. Did he run that Indiegogo campaign? Because I feel like it's a pretty notorious movie at this point. Like, yeah, right. People would have ironically donated. It's like, yeah, here's a fiver. Like, there's enough people for that. Yeah. Um, his his advertising probably wasn't great. <laughs> maybe. Well, did you hear what he did for? Because um, it didn't obviously didn't get picked up at um, Cannes Film Fe- or Sundance. Sundance. So the way he what? advertised it. Yeah. What exactly? <laughs> That's what I said. He obviously um, wanted to get picked up there, so he rented a van. Threw a bunch of dead, or I don't know if they're actual dead birds, but put a bunch of dead birds on it and drove around with blood. He yeah, put a bird with blood. On it. Fake yeah, blood. yeah. And that, and that's that's when the distributor saw him, and we like we got to get some of that. Yeah, <laughs> that Severin Films picked it up. They're like a horror movie label, and they're they're pretty chill. Like they're them. pretty chill. Yeah, I like them. Okay, I mean, they does, brought this does, movie to us. Does bird, yeah, does Birdemic like fit within their? In the real house? It might be better than some of their movies. Whoa. No, I'm kidding. Like, oh, um, it, <laughs> no, uh, if that was the case, I'm like, I'm going there right now. Like, <laughs> No, I, I think they saw the potential. Like, they were savvy enough to know that this was going to be something. No, not what well, it was intended to be, but something. <laughs> it took a risk. Look, now, and it yeah. paid off. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're here talking about yes. it. Now we got to get to hanging out with my family. At this empty restaurant. I've been trying to avoid talking about this scene. <laughs> this was the... I might have bought the song, so... <laughs> this was amazing. The song was amazing. Uh, no band there, but him by himself was amazing. It's, Just it's singing. An em- it was it's an a empty very restaurant. intimate concert. Yeah, it was. And he was looking right at Natalie the whole time. I gotta say, if that was like a... If there's like a band and like a better song, like that would have been kind of cool for them. Like a private concert, but... 
they got a song about hanging out with their family which is really is the most romantic concept because aren't they in a way building a family <laughs> together well yeah and then she kept asking him like you know what are you, am I that type of girl that you can see yourself with? Oh, God, oh so that's needy. right. Yes, they're so, they're, they're so they become codependent like really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> we totally forgot about this on the first date that at the Vietnamese restaurant where he he goes, where do you or what do you see yourself like being like? What kind of person do you see yourself being with? And he's like, whoa, whoa, this is our first date. And so he was creeped about her question. Because well, he wasn't creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, ever. exactly. Like, exactly. He was, oh, just babbling about stock options. Like I would have pulled the plug on that oh my God. ten seconds. That in. was so painful. <laughs> <laughs> but then she like reminded him as they're dancing. Like, am I still or am I that type of girl you can see yourself with? You know, for the rest of your life. That's every scene. <laughs> like I get it. <laughs> He's not a catch. <laughs> I mean, well, look, he's rich. Get you a man who can help you survive a bird plague. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay. He does get tested. You got to give him that, right? He gets him through while losing a few people along the way. But not her. Exactly. Or the children. Or the kids. Because oh, he's a protector. Mm-hmm. Right. And a provider at the end, too. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up till later. Okay. But I hate the trope in like survival action horror movies where like the two sexy young singles suddenly have to take care of kids and then suddenly they're their parents by the end? Yeah. That happened in The Happening, mm-hmm. um, the M. Night Shyamalan movie. And it's like, can't we let them be young and like bone for a couple of years before yeah. they have to deal with the responsibility it's of like, taking wow, care this, of these orphans? Drop, yeah, you just dropped this in our lap? It's like, whoa. Yeah, and they're totally cool with it. And of course, that's Natalie's new job because women are the ones who take care of the kids. Oh, oh that's right. That's how it works. <laughs> they're hungry. We gotta go feed them. Yeah, just leave them in the trunk. They were safer there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, oh, but no, I didn't mean to skip to the part with birds, which is a very small proportion yeah. of yeah, this movie. Exactly, forty-seven minutes in, that's when the bird attack happens. But it happens so fast, oh, no. <laughs> without warning. It's just, it's it's funny because it's a lot of B-roll first. Yeah, it's, it's like ten, 10 minutes of establishing shots of sets that aren't in the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, I, I found all this stuff online. <laughs> Let's use it. Well, the first one we get to is them after their intimate scene oh yeah we should oh, we should yeah, we ahead. got we have to talk about them <laughs> consummating their relationship her bikini was great actually i really like she it. looked great no she i gotta looked, give her that she looked amazing and um her, her feet were beautiful just okay Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> no i want to get to that it's it's you, they pan out and then they go down to their feet and they're like playing footsies with each other. yeah uh-huh. they're, they're playing footsies with each other and then you see the bottom of her, of her feet and they are just black. Yeah, yeah. and I don't I'm know if you saw that. that. I'm like, what is what was what motel are they at where it's that filthy on the also, floor? Also, they live in this town. Yeah, they both live alone. Yeah, yeah. Why go, did they need a motel? Go to Rod's alarmingly spacious house. <laughs> you got supplies, space. You would have been fine, really. Yeah, they could have done it in any three or four of his bedrooms that he probably had in that house. Well, maybe he didn't want to be seen by the news anchor lady who lives in his TV. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no, whoa, whoa. This is like our third day. I can't bring you back to my house I yet. <laughs> Did you notice that this was the only time he had a costume change in the movie? He had his sexy black tank top on. <laughs> and kept his belt on the whole time. <laughs> the belt is the source of his power. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his battery. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Speaking of parts that aren't moving, he's barely moving while he's like putting her on this bed. Again, 
that's to me that's not not how straight sex works probably (laughs) (laughs) i just like the fact that then they wake up and he's still got his pants and his belt on and then oh yeah yeah like no look they didn't bring a condom so they had to use their clothes (laughs) (laughs) and that's exactly how sex works between straight people yes Look, I'm no expert, but <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! So then we get to the birds, right? That's the beer. Oh my gosh! Or eagles, eagles, whatever they are, which are native in California. Yeah, actually, and they they were in the hotel California, and the eagles show up. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Microphone drop. (laughs) There it is. And any time Rod is supposed to be stressed out, he takes it easy. Oh. (laughs) I feel like James Wynn should hire you for the documentary so he can, like, say all this shit. He's like, yeah, I meant it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was my plan. (laughs) Thank you for coming to see my comedy movie. Like, 20 years from now, like, film students are, like, studying this movie and, like, breaking (laughs) it apart. (laughs) What if... We're in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and this is the only movie that has survived to like carry on the culture. Oh, wow, I mean, we'd be fine. I guess. I mean, I, I yeah, we'd oh be eating gosh. a lot of Vietnamese food. You know, that's not a problem. Yeah, I mean, gas prices would be a hundred dollars per gallon. Oh, that'd, be dry. that'd be rough. Oh yeah. Um, uh, the phones don't work, but we can charge your credit card. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, phones are dead, but like when you go to the convenience <laughs> store, it's still working. How did that? <laughs> maybe he maybe he had the bird flu and he was just like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I mean, since you two have like shed some light on this movie, like what is the reason for this bird attack? Obviously global warming, duh. Yeah. <laughs> the bark beetles. The bark beetles were the evil ones. The um beetles. The birds came in because they weren't able to get uh, enough food, so they were just attacking people. But yet, you never saw them eat anybody. You just saw their eyes being... Right. Yeah. Just pecked out. And pecked like, out. Okay. Which no, I'm, but the, the human species is the most terrifying because of its fossil fuel-related activities. There you go. <laughs> so says one of the many gentlemen oh. who spout this kind of nonsense. <laughs> By the way, am I going nuts, or did some of these birds just explode? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're kamikaze birds. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Why are they exploding? Why not, though? (laughs) Global warming? Global warming. When they fly, it sounds like jet engines are flying by. (laughs) It's like Salvador Dali did the sound design for this movie. (laughs) It was was just ridiculously annoying for the fact that these birds were the sound that they would make and it was constant oh boy that loop oh yeah yeah. oh my god the jet noises though oh (laughs) that's why i'm like what is causing this but yeah the kamikaze birds were amazing where they would just fly down and then they would hit the uh the some of them you know where they were pumping gas yeah where rod um well they met ramsey and becky oh that's right so at the hotel they like uh they they're just like knocking on doors and then yeah, one just yeah. lets him in. It's like, oh, but okay. They already had a room. Like, why would they need a new one? Yeah, why would... Oh, my oh, God. No, he lost the car keys. He brought that up. Is it? Oh, he did. Um, Ramsey's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Because he's like, we got to defend ourselves from yeah. these birds. And then he takes a bunch of clothes hangers. <laughs> and he says, "Let's see, we'll use these clothes hangers, too. And he never finishes that line because he has yeah. no idea. <laughs> 
It's like, uh, and he's like, kind of like, play, he's like, uh, playing with it and like, uh, we'll use it for this. Yeah. And his girlfriend's just like, okay. Everybody yeah. put your backs to each other so that way we know where the birds are coming from. That was such I, a I Shaun of you. the Dead moment. <laughs> I can tell you where the birds are coming from. They're coming from the sky. Yeah, look, look up. Look I, up. I, look up. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, and so then they have a van, like a rundown van that's that cost James Wynn three hundred dollars. Yes, that cost him three hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, yes. I can't be mad at that car payment though. No, not at all. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if they do they say it right away that he was in the Marines because they don't say it till no he was in Iraq, but we don't find that out until. 40 minutes later. Yeah, because yeah, he's just armed to the teeth for like well, no yeah, reason. Well, because they come out with clothes hangers and they get to the car and he pulls exactly. out a submachine gun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, where? how come you have your guns with you at the time? Oh, God. Well, look, if I was on a date with someone, first of all, named Ramsey, second of all, <laughs> who not only had guns in his van but brought them into the motel room with me, I'd have a problem with that. So leave them in the van. Yeah, that's true. No, we got... I get that. Ramsey's the type of guy that lives in a van down by the river. Yeah, because you think he had like he had a pistol, a rifle, a, a, like a little grill, a fishing pole. Uh, he had oh, all look. this stuff in his car. I mean, oh look, a fishing pole. Yeah. Hey, look, a grill. <laughs> <laughs> he was I could set. catch fish. Oh, I could cook it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were set. Oh my god. Um, all they wanted was a happy meal. But yeah, that's, oh, yeah. okay. So okay, I wasn't going nuts because I'm like he didn't say he was. In the Marines until later. I mean, he's wearing camo pants, but I guess. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Camo pants. Camo, camo cargo pants. pants. Yeah. But this, the gun is so abrupt, though. And yeah, you're like, That Whoa. was such a beautiful moment. Yeah. I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws it at Rod and Rod. So, like, he has the gun so awkward. Like, he doesn't know how to point it. <laughs> <laughs> with one hand, though. He's single. Like, while running with one hand, shoots birds out of the sky. Yeah, he's a good shot. Yeah, right? he's a yeah. great shot. <laughs> you know what? Watching it three times, I wish I would have made a dead count of who shot or how many people or how many birds they both shot. And they knocked down. I wish I would have done that count. Yeah. I, I did like the animation of the birds, like their heads exploding and they fall to the ground. Yeah, and it was the same loop. Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah, the same loop. Over it was the over. same shot. They just kind of moved the bird over. It. Yeah. <laughs> The best part was like some birds were in the air and they weren't flapping their wings and some birds were and then some birds were kamikaze, some weren't and you're just, it, it was great. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, I also like the fact that like I think he was trying to portray that like, oh, a lot of people are dead and it's like empty, but you still saw like the, the traffic in the traffic behind them, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was it's like, so just, special. Nobody else is stopping, just us. Yeah, it's like, why aren't they helping so each other? They had the windows rolled down the whole time. Yeah. Like, there's a bird. Just close the windows. Yeah. I mean, but then, of course, I mean, I don't want to skip. Let's keep going. Um, I know they where you're find, going with that. They, find, they, they find meet the, the children, kid. yeah. Yeah. And then, They're like, there's dead people on the side of the road. Let's go help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we can get to them in time. Maybe not. I, yeah. <laughs> no, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how they find the kids. Like, the... I don't even remember their names. Tony and Susan. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Really popular kids' names in 2011. <laughs> um, how did Tony get in the trunk? Did, uh, no, Maybe okay. is that where he hid? One Maybe? of his parents probably heroically shoved him in the yeah. trunk before dying. Yeah, because his dad, I'm guessing it's his dad that's that's dead right there sitting. 
I wouldn't say that's a safe guess. You just never know. Yeah. And I didn't even catch that the first time because I'm like, what is Ramsey doing? Like, get in the van, get in the van. And I didn't, I didn't even hear uh, the kid pounding on the. Yeah, they're, nope. they're there, but they're, it's really hard to hear. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to hear. And so I'm like, what is he doing? Is he trying to steal the car? Yeah, I was. I thought he was just. No, I don't know what I thought he was doing. It <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, I'm he's just, scavenging yeah, in the middle of this I attack. Like, I, is he looking for more guns, or I mean, <laughs> he's got to run out of bullets sometime. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, what is he? What is he doing? And then he all must of a sudden, have had a lot of bullets, by the way. Oh yeah, infinite bullets. He had, <laughs> yes. he had a he had a game shark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that allowed him infinite bullets. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah. So like they, they uh, and then oh, and he finds the. Susan under the car and yeah. she's like I don't want to get out my mom's yeah that whole thing no yeah she's right <laughs> yeah, yeah she's safer there later they tried to save people from a bus and they get them out of the bus at gunpoint yeah and they all immediately die so they're yeah. not the best saviors no, in the world no 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 Ramsey is literally pulling these people out of the bus and people are like we're safer in here there's more room there like where were you gonna take us yeah, yeah. where were you gonna put us we can't, we wouldn't, they wouldn't have fit in their van. Also, did they die of acid bird poop? Is that Okay, what that's what I was going to ask you guys when that scene came up. Because, like, is it acid vomit poop? Like, what or was like, it? It was a lot. They like don't blood? See, that's the thing. They don't show no. anything coming out of the bird. You just see something get splashed at them. Yellow liquid. Yeah, it's like the Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's like, they have to... I, I'm guessing it's acidic because of the way they were acting. Like, oh, it's burning. Well, look, I tell. honestly, if a bird pooped on my face, that's pretty much how I'd react. <laughs> so I don't blame them. There's just so many open-ended questions that, yeah, that just... No, like, if a movie doesn't have you coming out of the theater thinking, like asking questions, <laughs> oh it's not God. a good movie. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm looking at my notes. I even wrote, like, hour eight. Uh, hour minute eight in <laughs> no, acid like vomit. It felt that's like all. Hour, it's just like, like hour eight. An hour and eight minutes in acid vomit, and there's question mark. Yeah, I was so confused by that. Oh, this is another thing that was really funny too. So after they get their stuff from the convenience store, they have a picnic outside. Yeah, yeah. they just <laughs> by the ocean, by the ocean, eat inside. Yeah, like what are you doing? Eating the, eating the van. And, and the kids are playing after they're done eating. The kids are playing with the ball, and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're having like a really nice picnic. Yeah, just yeah. There's nothing going on. There's no birds attacking it's like, people. Why did you do this? Oh gosh, it's and they run into this random. <laughs> they run into this random doctor who's just like, "Don't go over there." Yeah, what and was they, the point no, of that? He was like, "Don't come close. The birds are infected," and they walk to him anyway. Yeah, it's like maybe listen to the dude. You know, bird bird situations are happening. <laughs> Guy has a dust mask on, like he, you know, he's got to know something. And then they're like, "Can we talk to you over there?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, okay." <laughs> Why can't they talk on the bridge? Like, wow, that was easy. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I guess at least he's an agreeable doctor. He's just like, oh, "Okay, I'll come talk to you." Yeah, I mean, he has to tell someone about global warming, and there's less people in the world now. That yeah, the he was attack. saying like, "Oh, they died of bird flu or something." Yeah, because of the heat of the the globe. <laughs> Oh. It's all global warming, guys. There was two heartfelt messages, one from the doctor and then one from the forest guy. That you can't hear because of the crashing ocean waves. Mm-hmm. He's, like, it's, he's like one of the parents from Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I was trying to make sense of him because he, he has to squeeze in that I'm a doctor and I've been studying this and like he really has to squeeze in all this exposition and and then he just leaves, right? There's Nothing happened I, I after. I think they leave him. They leave him. 
He's just like a you know random friendly uh, ocean bird doctors who's just hanging out. Oh, as you know, as there as there are like yeah yeah. I mean, Newport Beach is full of them. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, the only people safe in this movie are climate scientists. Yeah. Like they're the the birds know like they can see your credentials so they won't attack you. <laughs> they just flash and that's it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh no, nope. we'll go this way. We'll look for other guys. Uh, and 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 they knew that his uh like he owned a, an electric Mustang, so they were like, "We'll attack you, but we'll let you live, even though you're in a gas guzzling van right now." I guess yeah, maybe that's what it is. The gas is attracting them. Yeah, no, they're explicitly attacking yeah. cars and gas stations. Oh, that's what the doctor said. He did say that. Yeah. He did I mention th- that. The fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. Although, he didn't seem to know that birds were attacking people, so the fact that he knew who they were targeting seemed kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> Among the other questions in this movie. Yes. Uh, I'm n- Now I'm trying to remember, are Becky and Ramsey already dead? Spoiler. Are they already <laughs> dead by this point? No, no so they're they at the picnic. Their, yeah, they have they're, picnic. They're at the picnic. They have yeah. their picnic, and then they keep driving. And then somehow they go to sleep. They take a nap. Oh, yeah. It just kind of stops. Part, this part felt like a dream sequence because yeah. they wake up and they have blood on their necks. Yes. They, yeah. They got cut up. Yeah. And then he's like, where's Becky? And Rod's like, taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which is my favorite line. I, I mean, that. I remember, like, the first time I saw it, it took me so off guard, <laughs> yes. and I, re- I was howling. I rewinded, <laughs> I rewinded, like, at least five times just to make sure he said that. Like, he said she's taking a shit. Yeah, because the, the, the dialogue is muffled, so you're like, I probably misheard that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You did not. No. <laughs> nope. Because then you see her later on, as they pan out to her, and Natalie, because he does say, oh, don't worry, Natalie's got her back. Like, right. He's, I'd worry. She's covered. Yeah, exactly. She's covering her. And then you see Becky with the toilet paper. So, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, she's she is taking a shit. And then as soon as she's, like, about to handle her business, Bird comes. The animation's so funny. And it just <laughs> cuts her throat open. That happens twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it happens to the guy, like, trying to stick him up. Like, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, the cowboy in the middle of the road. He like sticks him up. He like gets them to give him gas, and he starts backing away away from his truck for some reason mm-hmm. into the hills, and then just bird just. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know if it's a possible. Wait, wait, wait. So why did they kill Becky? She didn't have any gas, unless they're talking about like. Though they were in a van, they could smell it on her. Yeah. I guess that's what it was. Yeah. Well, probably because she was dating Ramsey. There you go. And they, they do. don't approve of the Iraq conflict. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these birds are environmentally aware and very socially aware. Yeah. These birds know what's up. Yeah, they're on Twitter. Yeah. They- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because they're birds. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Gosh. I'll see myself. He'll be, here, he'll be here all week, guys. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Uh, <laughs> you could, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, and then I think Ra- Ramsey, after this, like he just bolts in after her. Does he die? He doesn't die then. No. It's no, after. No. no, no, he dies no, at the bus. He gets, to, yeah. he gets to fail to save the people at the bus. Yeah. He tries to become a hero. Yeah, which out of context, that scene is like, is he kidnapping them? Like, yeah. It looks yeah, it really was bad. really violent. Yeah. Because they're all like, no, 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 no. I'm like, and he's just pointing a gun at him, like dragging him off. I'm... Yeah, he's literally dragging them. And they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's at one point I'm like, is this real life? Or is this just are fantasy? They... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 
what what is he doing? Like, are they yeah. trying not to leave, or do they need to go, or <laughs> what what's going on? If anything, they could have just hung out on that bus. It yeah, yeah the bus, they all could have got on the bus. The gas, and then like it was next to like a convenience store. It looked like so. Yeah, yeah. Why are they driving around? Why didn't they just hide in a in like a convenience store? There's, there's never, would, it's never established where they're going. Even. No, to Mai's house. Yeah, the lighthouse. <laughs> the lighthouse. <laughs> it just seems on, they keep going back to the same beach too. I feel like they're just driving in circles. <laughs> yeah, the beach by Half Moon Bay. It looks <laughs> looks nice. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it called like San Gregorio Beach or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, you see the sign that says San Gregorio yeah. Beach. Yeah. Uh, I like the little snippets of like real Northern California that we got. <laughs> um. What else are we missing here? So, oh, they're in the forest now. Oh, when they meet like this tree hugger. Yeah, he looks like Chris Elliott in a ponytail <laughs> wig. But well, yeah, with the wig was amazing. <laughs> Just so <laughs> lustrous yeah. and glamorous and so believable. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which was more believable, the treehouse or his wig. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's when you start seeing more of the like, oh, now it's just Rod and Natalie and the two kids and they've kind of forced to become this family. Yeah. That's when you're starting to see that. Yeah. And and um, they're getting water from the stream, even though there's dead birds with bird flu dying in all the water sources. And they just stole a case of water. Did they drink it all? It's not been a day. Yeah. So I have to go back to the case of water. So they go to the convenience store, they get their stuff for lunch, and they... Rod picks up a case of Kirkland water. Then they go to the beach for the picnic, and the water's Crystal Geyser. Oh, who is the who is the art director? Who is the who's I mean, keeping like, continuity? Yeah, Come on, exactly. people! Uh, <laughs> James Wayne. <laughs> I just he, there was there was staff listed on there. I don't know how many of them were real, but there was staff listed in the credits. <laughs> It was just the little things like that. It was just like, oh, come on. You can at least keep it that consistent. You know, just give me something like that. But. It's like he only bought one pack of Kirkland water. And Look, they like, used that for craft services that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He probably, he's like, oh, we got Crystal Geyser. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> but it's been Look, four years. I, I don't think this shooting. was a decision process. No. He no. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> he straight up forgot. Oh, yeah. How much of this was just like, there's no permit. I'm just going to go for it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. If that was the case, then, if he was just going straight ahead and, like, scene to scene, I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. Like, he was just like, let's go. Let's go drive to the next place, scene, get this shot, and that's it. For four years. For four years. <laughs> I wish it was longer so we could see them, like, visibly age over the course of the movie. Like a boyhood situation. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a boyhood. <laughs> yeah, like, the kids are just, like, teenagers yeah. at one point. <laughs> It's like, Susan, give me back my Game Boy. <laughs> Uh, oh. th- okay, so they're in the forest. They- what was the guy talking about? It's like, I live in the trees, and it's like this shitty CG treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to protect the trees he, from the dry climate? The, the bark beetles. Right. Because the dry climate, yeah. Yeah. And he, saw the, he sees all the redwoods, so he's trying to, like, make sure they have ample water because the redwoods are just dying, and then he shows this redwood that, you see that redwood? The bark beetles killed that one. Yeah. And that's when we come to find out the bark beetles are the real antagonist of the movie yeah <laughs> i i do like to imagine him with a watering can watering the red one yes. <laughs> like what's what's he changing oh, yeah, exactly here? talking to the trees I, I wonder if that was one of the clerks from like 7-eleven that's just like hey you want to be in a movie could have been yeah oh my god um, how, look how many of these actors did he not find at a 7-eleven exactly <laughs> that was he did have a guy do casting in the credits 
that but that could probably also fake yeah. person. <laughs> that was also James Wynn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so they get there's a random forest fire. That's what makes them leave the forest. Uh huh. Well, uh, no, the mountain they line. know that the mountain lion. Well, that but there's also a forest fire. Well, there is, but like just before he's like, oh, I hear a mountain lion. You guys should get going because I'm gonna go back to my house. Okay. And he lives in a treehouse in yeah. the redwoods. So there's a mountain lion and a forest fire. Yes. To get them it's out a of very there. dangerous forest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but I had I rewound it like a couple of times just to be like, did did the fire just start? Like, where did that fire? We didn't start the fire. It was always burning oh, since the world's been turning. Oh my gosh. god! They just discovered the fire. <laughs> These tiny little fires. It's like I just smell burning wood, and that, and they just left. Yeah. Coach <laughs> so, uh, in Richard Nixon back again. Oh my god! Oh, you didn't catch that? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I caught it. I'm just okay. like <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going for the, yeah. rest of the podcast. Don't worry. It's probably <laughs> more entertaining than that. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then they're just hanging out outside again because they didn't learn their lesson from the first time. Because that's when they find the, what you were talking about, they get the, oh, a fishing pole, oh, a grill. <laughs> well, <laughs> just so convenient. Well, they got, to, okay, so they go to. Oh, no, we forgot. Well, we talked about Maya and Rick's death already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what did she say to Natalie? Because I could not hear I didn't hear No, her. I couldn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. So. I, I kept rewinding and I couldn't figure out what she said. Yeah. What do you think she I think she said, said Yoko Ono. I, th- I bet it was the website. Spread yeah. my ashes <laughs> on imaginepeace.com. <laughs> it's like, I always hated you. <laughs> no, I, I think she's been in love with Natalie because, look, she talks to Natalie on the phone while having sex with her boyfriend. Oh. So there's definitely, like, a connection there. She's imagining Natalie. She'll, yeah. She, she'll let also, her interrupt anything, yeah. Yeah. Also, I must say for this movie, um, the women that are usually cast as hot girl in like bad movies, she's actually like legitimately an attractive person. Mm -hmm. Oh no, which is very unusual for the casting there. Natalie was gorgeous. Yeah, it was just like very pretty for like a movie that cost less than ten grand. It's like wow, they found like a real gem here. (laughs) Yeah, it really worked. She did a great job. Um, Yeah, congrats to her uncle who probably works at the (laughs) 7-Eleven. No, she was cast in a high school parking lot. That's where they had auditions. Yes, I saw that. (laughs) But yes, Okay, so really her lack of sense is bleeding into the character's lack of sense about men too because she does not pick up on red flags. Yeah. No. It's in in a high school parking lot. Maybe I shouldn't go to this. That's... (laughs) What? San Mateo High School, probably. Oh, there you go. It all connects back. <laughs> and he did have a card. What? <laughs> well, from the- oh, chicks. Oh, like you a gotta have card. a card. Yeah. You gotta have a card. Chicks did cards. cards so, yeah. 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 Oh, my uh, God. But she was very attractive. And again, I, I've talked about this before. I'm not into blondes. I'm not, you know, <laughs> but she was. <laughs> you know this about me. Yeah. Yeah. But she is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. She was very beautiful. And that bikini really worked for her. Normally, like turquoise on someone with that light of skin, it's like. Mm. But um, no, she looked great. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what happened after this? Birds, birds. They get attacked again. But I feel like this is where they just sort of. Oh no, I don't remember. He catches the fish and they cook them for the kids. Oh yeah. And the kids are like, "No, I want a happy meal." I'm like, "What, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you not see what's going on here? Do you are not, you serious? Do you not see these fucking birds trying to kill you? It's like you little shits. We just rescued <laughs> <Yeah>. you. 
Oh, and we're, they had seaweed like, too. Yeah. Seaweed, <laughs> seaweed and fish. It's like listen to your new mom and dad kids. <laughs> <laughs> then you fucking starved to death. <laughs> See, now I'm curious about the sequel. Like, did they keep the kids? I gotta find that out. <laughs> oh god! I don't know, but I did see that the mom returns for the sequel. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I saw that she's credited in the sequel too. Although that might mean nothing because yeah, yeah. Tippy Hedren is credited in this movie. She's third build. Yeah, and it's archival footage in the background of like one scene. Yeah, but also I don't think she was even in that archival footage. It was like of the old lady buying birds. <laughs> but I'm oh, that's sure not she her. Was. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh shit! Maybe he didn't know. I'm or maybe I missed not. something. That's entirely possible. No, I'm pretty sure that was the footage that I, mean, I can't think of any others. No, it was the yeah. I'm pretty. It was That's pretty it. sure it was the old lady buying birds from yeah. birds. But also, she's credited as Miss Tippy Hedren from footage from Jack and Julie. Yes, um, saw that. Jack and Julie is James Wynn's first film. Tippy Hedren was not in it. What? I don't know. There's some like number 23-esque connections going on in his brain with this. Well, I'm just like, we've been able to make sense of a lot of other things. There has to be something here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he wanted to make his other movie seem cooler. That's a that's a whole separate podcast. It's like, what was going on here? Or he's just allowing this for us to talk about it. He, he's making us think about it. He's planting little seeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he knew what he was making. and yeah. like, He knew all these internet reviewers and all these podcasters are going to be talking about this. Exactly. <laughs> Damn but, it, James uh, Wynn. <laughs> I mean, how does it happen? Does, does someone tell Tippy? Is she... Wait, is she still with us? I'm sure she doesn't know. She is still alive. Okay. Um, She's busy, I guess, like, managing a dynasty of actresses. Because her daughter's Melanie Griffith, and her daughter's Dakota Johnson, and they're great. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, because the thing about women is that they usually take on the names of their husbands. So when it's a direct line of female descendants, it gets real confusing. But that's uh, who they are. Oh. I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're having another picnic outside, and then at an hour and 27 minutes, eagles are coming in, and then I thought they were owls at first, but I guess they're supposed to be doves coming in to scare them off. Yeah, I think they're doves, because doves are the symbol of peace. Yeah. So is that peace and love, right, or just peace? Imagine peace. Imagine, imagine love. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. But why? Why does it? They are they not living off? They've stopped um, using gas. Is maybe is that what it is? Or it's because that's what happened in the birds. So <laughs> that's why it's happening here. Territorial. Yeah. I mean, there there were no doves circling in the birds. Yeah. But like the end of the birds is the birds just stop for no reason because nature is mysterious and evil. <laughs> Wow. And you can't explain it. That's what he was going for. Jesus. <laughs> That's not what he, he was going for. I'm going to do what the birds did. Yeah. Because honestly, the movie The Birds also starts off as a romantic comedy, mm -hmm. and the birds don't show up for a while, but it's actually a good movie. So it doesn't feel as excruciating. <laughs> Maybe. See, I'm glad I brought you on because I wouldn't have known this. I haven't seen it, so it's so good. I love the birds. Maybe it took him a year to make like the whole movie, and then three years to after that to make the ending. No, I feel like James like he. I feel like he loves Hitchcock and like just wanted to live up and to that. Al Gore. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and convenience. I feel like that makes sense for this guy, whoever he is. I'd love yeah. to sit down and talk to him. <laughs> No, it's it's pretty beat by beat, the birds, but you add in a bunch of pumpkin festivals and stuff like that. I want to meet him because I want to see, I want to meet the type of person he is because he's very enthusiastic to make these movies. Mm -hmm. 
and he bleeds in them. I want to. I want to see what he like. He, I would. I love to have lunch with him just to see what yeah. he would offer on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, anyone who makes a movie like this, I mean, really has like the guts to just finish a movie. Yeah, we may shit on it, but it's like he did make a movie and he got it picked up by a distributor. Yeah, that's incredibly admirable. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I got to give you some credit. So I'd love to like meet him and see <laughs> what kind of what was going through his head during yeah. all this. Because there is something there that makes it watchable. Like it's mm-hmm. engaging in how peculiar it is. Like most like of these good like sincere garbage movies, mm-hmm. because you can feel their beating heart yeah. like right underneath the surface of it, mm-hmm. and it's so weird and twisted. But you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you can feel like this was his baby. Like yeah, yeah. he you really felt that. Um, and it's kind of like. It's just funny that it's that kind of sincerity is still like readable through all the oh, mess yeah. that is going on in this movie. It's the only thing that's legible about the entire yeah. thing. I mean, maybe I think that's why I'm so fascinated by it, and it's like why I recommend it to everybody. Yeah, you know, even if the Geek Say What Network caves me for it, like, <laughs> I tell everyone to watch the movie. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, final thoughts on the movie, Brennan. Um, it's really profoundly impacted my life. I mean, I'm going to start selling solar panels now because that seems very lucrative. <laughs> um, 20 grand a piece. You only going to knock off a thousand? Yeah, it's like 10 cents a watt. And I feel like there's a lot of watts in there. <laughs> um, I have fake my opinions on birds have not changed that much. <laughs> like I feel fine about birds still, <laughs> but no, I would recommend this movie. I, I don't feel like it was as like magnetic or electric to me as like other room yeah. or troll mm-hmm. two or something like that. Yeah. But it, it has earned its elite, like platinum status as like the most current of these like classic bad movies. Mm-hmm. It's very good. <laughs> David, it was good. Uh, in a sense of the storyline that they had one on the fossil fuels and just trying to make the earth a better place to live in. You you enjoy the environmental. I message. love that message. Um, I'm assuming the birds are from EPA. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's just part of their arsenal. Just yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, again, it's it, like Brennan was talking about. It's it's a classic of um, of being just you know brand new coming out 2010. It's, I don't know. I just I I can't. Three hours of watching it. I watched it three times. So that's you know. Just oh gosh, that's like four, four hours, four hours, four hours and twenty, 20 minutes, four hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. I I just can't get back that time, but <laughs> I do. Why would you want it back? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, I did the math wrong. I ignore that. I you're in the I, ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> I do recommend it though, um, as far as being a bad movie, a sincere bad movie. Yeah, I'd have to like recommend it too, just because it's like you. I can't explain it. Us explaining it, I feel like, still doesn't do it justice. Mm-mm. And uh, like I said, just because you actually get to know this director <laughs> surprisingly well yeah, he, watching he, he this. He spins his chair backwards, yeah. sits you down, talks yeah. about the environment. Exactly. Like, he's all over this movie. I, I don't know if I'd call him an auteur, but... <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> Everything in this movie is directly from his brain. <laughs> and if that's not what an auteur is... Then I don't know what an auteur is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, if anything, it's just, I don't want to say train wreck, but it's like you gotta, like, you can't look away Mm -mm. once you start watching this. You're like, 
what was going on in this guy's head? And boy, does he tell you. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. <laughs> um, but guys, thank you for reviewing this movie with me. I definitely think everyone should see it. Uh, Brennan, do you have anything to plug or where can I find you? Yeah, um, I have a horror movie podcast. And it's just why you were perfect for this show. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. um, it's called Scream 101. You can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. You can also find me on Twitter and my handle, it's Raining Brens. And what else? I do a lot of things. I have a monthly column on the horror movie website Dread Central that's called Brennan Went to Film School where I do like an in-depth like analytical look at like silly horror movies and kind of talk about the subtext of them which is why I kind of had those kind of theses about Birdemic probably <laughs> but I mean um, there, check that there, out. yeah you had a lot of really well thought out points little, about it yeah. yeah it's a lot of bullshit but like it's a fun <laughs> column <laughs> entertaining bullshit yeah exactly. very entertaining. <laughs> david uh anything you want to plug um again lupus.org uh if you can donate um good cause next month in may it is lupus awareness month so if you can donate to that as well as they're having walk in irvine in june so if you guys are interested take a look at that also donate platelets or blood because people out there have you know these infectious or i mean not infectious but they have these diseases that you know there's hardly any cure for so they definitely need um blood and platelets and then you can find me on twitter at change my handle super fan armenta yes (laughs) and then uh instagram is uh david armenta and then uh facebook yeah david armenta awesome wow that was stunning. <laughs> I now feel really bad that I did not talk about a charity. Well, Don't worry about it. Go to imaginepeace.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be in the description for the, for the ad. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the, on the network. Uh, we have uh, Ready, Set, Geek, hosted by Alex Gollett, uh, and uh, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga. Um, they're both on the Geek Say What Network with their own Instagram feeds. Uh, and check out the Geek Say What Network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Oh, and uh, Geek Offensive has its own Instagram as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> um, next up, uh, don't forget to check out our... Uh, our associate producer's site, uh, WaylandProductions.ws. Wayland Productions helps us out. They share the space with us, let us use their studio, use their equipment. They help us sound great. And they have a new uh, audio drama that was picked up by Alpha called We're Live Frontier. So go ahead nice. and check them out. Um, like I said, WaylandProductions.ws. Um, shout out to our apparel sponsor, uh, Jordan Denae. She's a geek apparel sponsor based out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco-friendly, and she helps you look nerdy. And if you go to her website you can uh, and use the uh, promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase. I think that's a great deal, so buy a shirt, you heathens. <laughs> um, so check her out at Jordan Denae. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E, dot com. And on Instagram at Jordan Denae, NYC. Finally, shout out to Marley Rosner, who I... Uh, believe doesn't have a website yet so i get a website guy yeah i don't know where to send you guys hopefully linkedin indeed i don't know <laughs> one of those um but thank you to him because he does all the original music for us he should do the next score for the james win uh, birdemic three <laughs> maybe if i bring him on then he'll just do it he'll just like okay now i gotta do it and <laughs> 
find or find my info from this podcast. Something that would be awesome. Uh, but thank you to him for helping us out, um, guys. Thank you again for coming in. No this problem. This was, was so much pleasure. fun. Um, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you. We just sold this podcast for one million dollars. Yes. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs>